0: The following presentation is brought to you by The Realm Network, The Bob and Chez Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com.
1: Hello, Bob here with this week's Bubble Genius Showcase item of the Week. Valentine's Day is just around the corner, so shop now with BubbleGenius.com and pick up their Fresh Pick Suds Flower Soap Gift Pack. A selection of pretty flower soaps and a host of delicate floral scents, and you can carry your flower soaps with you in an adorable little reusable vinyl bag. Only $12 at BubbleGenius.com, but if you use our promo code Bob and Chez, that's B O B A N D C H E Z, you'll get 15% off your entire order only at BubbleGenius.com. And now let the cartoons begin. Stop whining.
0: Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters. Relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never give up, never surrender. This is the Bob and Chez Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com, with Bob Seska and Chez Pazienza.
2: Next on C-SPAN, the daily White House press briefing with Press Secretary Sean Spicer. (laughs)
3: in the sense of Rocky the movie because I came out here to punch you <laughs> in the nice. And also, I don't talk so good. <laughs> now, I'd like you begin today by apologizing on behalf of you to me <laughs> for how you have treated me these last two weeks. And that apology is not accepted because <laughs> I'm not here to be your buddy. I'm here to swallow gum, and I'm here to take Nate. Okay. Now, let me wave something shiny in front of you monkeys. As you know, President Trump announced his Supreme Court pick on the national TV. Today, when he entered the room, the crowd greeted him with a standing ovation, which lasted a full 50 15 minutes. And you can check the tape on that. Everyone was smiling. Everyone was happy. The men all had erections. And every single one of the women was ovulating left and right. And no one, no one was sad. Okay, those are the facts forever, and there's something else. We got something X, three, four, capital T, capital P, eight, four. Hang on, wait a minute. That's my email password. Forget that <laughs> <one>. <laughs> right, Nobody write that. Stop writing that down. The best music on the best station.
0: The Bob and Chez Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com.
1: It is Tuesday, February 7, 2017 and this is the Bob and Chez show presented by bubblegenius.com. I am Bob Seska and that is Chez Pezzi and sitting right over there. Hey uh, there. Hi. Hello. I think uh are are you so still hung over?
4: I'm still drunk. I think I'm, I think I'm still drunk to be honest. <laughs>
1: Uh, it's going to be a good show then. That's always the uh, barometer oh, no, see, of whether we have a, a good year. Kind of yeah, it's like
4: drunk when when I'm just getting drunk, I'm fun and hey, I mean, good jokes and <laughs> crap like that. And no, um when I'm, you know, when it's like next morning drunk, I'm kind of a wreck.
1: Yeah, I mean. you, you just go what? It's just a uh, a full Eeyore at that point. <laughs> oh no, I'm I'm fine.
4: No. I just, yeah, I'm kind of
1: all right. All right. But I, I mean, I always know, it's, it doesn't matter whether you are drunk or whether you've been recently drunk. It, it always makes for a good show. So oh, good. thank so you very bad. much for stepping into the pitch and taking one for the team. Hello. Oh. All right. I'm happy to do it. Yes, indeed. Hey, we're brought to you by BubbleGenius.com. It's the best soap in the world. Also brought to you by the Bowen Law Group and attorney Charles J. Bowen. If you want some free legal advice, head over to the BowenLawGroup.com slash Bob You know the site. Or you can just click the link uh, on the podcast page at BobSuska.com. All right. I was just saying to Chez before the show, I, I just, uh, God, it's gotten to the point now where I, I've i got a list in front of me of everything I want to talk about. Everything we're going to talk about for the next hour and a half.
4: And it, and it still isn't everything. <laughs> I
1: know. I can't. I'm having real trouble keeping track of all of it in my, in my head. Just because you have to, even though it's listed, I have to kind of organize everything in my head. And, you know, I'm thinking... Do do I have down the thing about Russia? Do I have the thing down in which he says any negative polls are fake news? Do I have that down? You know what? I actually don't. So consider that mentioned.
4: Does any of this not feel real to you?
1: It feels like uh, I
4: keep waiting for for like this ju- like it to be a joke yeah. and it's over. I'm like okay, you know what? Fine, we're gonna get rid of these clowns. We're gonna run all of them out of office. Like this been, can't really last for four years.
1: I mean, I've been saying since the beginning that it's kind of like one of those uh, one of those wacky early '90s comedies where like Robin Williams runs for president and right. whoops gets elected, <laughs> and that's where we are. Donald Trump. I mean, that's is the thing. I, I think that's the thing that I can't get beyond, and I'm so glad you mentioned that, because the thing that I can't get beyond is the simple fact that Donald Trump, with his cartoon hair and his ridiculous suits and his Trump Tower and his stakes and everything, he's the president now. Yeah. The, the celebrity apprentice guy, the guy who said you're fired for 12 years, is president yeah, now, the, somehow moron. I know. And that's just, I can't get beyond that basic fact that Donald Trump is the president. You know what I noticed? I've
4: never, I haven't done since he was, uh, since he took the oath of office. Um, I never, and I know that this is a, I get that this is a childish thing, but actually it's not because at least I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not calling him a rethuglican or something like that. But (laughs) I have never in anything I've written referred to him as President Trump.
1: Oh, OK. Yeah. I've
4: never done that. It's always just Donald Trump. Like, that's I'm sorry. That's you know, I've mentioned his presidency. Mm-hmm. I have mentioned the fact that he is in office, uh, but I've never I've never given him that honor.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's something that I've always done. It, it's not anything that has anything to do with giving him any sort of respect. I'm just sort of trying to do my best to respect the office. And I, I throw that in there. <laughs> but I, but I only do it face. once. Why bother? <laughs> I only Why do it do that. I only mention it once, and then, then I go back to the other. But I don't know, because I, I don't want to give them that arrow for their quiver. Oh, he's not even referring to Trump as the president. He can't be taken seriously. I, I just don't want to concede that particular thing. That's not the mountain I want to die on. or the, what, What's the, the phrase? The hill that I want to die? On? Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that, that's kind of why I do it. But, I mean, it's a matter of personal preference, I think. There's nothing wrong with you not doing it. Certainly, uh, stripping him of that honorific is is strategically important, I think, because it also speaks to his lack of legitimacy as president of the United States, which is something that crawls into his head every time someone says that. I mean, that's something that he naturally believes. I mean, he actually believes that maybe he's not a legitimate president. So he desperately tries to prove that, but then fails every single time because he doesn't know anything. Donald Trump doesn't know anything. Right. And that's, that's the big deal here Before we dive into full Donald Trump mode here I want to talk about I just want to mention real quick uh, Most valuable player for this week um, Has to go to Formerly of the uh, Stephanie Miller Show Chris Lavoy. Chris LaVoy stepped up. I got a text the other day. It's, it's from Chris. And Chris says, hey, Bob, I heard your show. Listen to your show. And I was like, yikes, because it was Thursday's show. Thursday show. It was like a slog to get through Thursday's show. We had all kinds of technical problems. So it's amazing there was even a show in the first place. So Chris LaVoy says, I listened to the show. I was like, it's horrifying. But then he said, I, you know, I, I heard about the, the mixer that you dumped your coffee into, <laughs> my audio console here. And he said, I have an old mixer that I used to use uh, to prepare audio clips for the Stephanie Miller show here in my place. D- do you want to buy it? Because, of course, Chris Lavoie is not in radio anymore. So he's got this extra uh, mixer and he sends me a picture later on. And I you not. It is the exact mixer that I had bookmarked on Amazon.com that I was going to buy to replace my Zot Stout Ooh, uh, mixer with the coffee in it. So thank you to Chris Lavoie. I, I said, you know. I'm just going to name the studio after Chris Lavoie. <laughs> it's going to be the, uh, I don't know, the Chris Lavoie Suites and Casinos or something like that. That's what we'll refer to our uh, our podcast studio as. Maybe from this point forward, officially now. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to officially declare our studios to be the Chris Lavoie Suites and Casinos. Yeah. Welcome. Step right up. For podcasting and blackjack. Thank you very much. All right, so uh, moving along here. Karen Uh, and I are trying to
4: figure out some time to go out to uh, Palm Springs. Palm Springs. We'll we'll definitely look Chris up.
1: Yeah, I want to go to Palm Beach. I want to visit (laughs) Mar-a-Lago. Good luck with that. (laughs) I know. There's probably already like a security perimeter that I'm not allowed to breach. Just they've got my name on a list. They've got all our names on a list, I'm sure. Trump's lengthy uh, scribbled and sharpie enemies list. Wrong. Um, okay, so uh, I guess the uh, the big breaking news of the morning so far is that idiot Betsy DeVos has been confirmed. Is it, it's, is it DeVos or DeVos? I've been saying I, DeVos. G- I
4: genuinely don't care, and the most important thing to keep in mind is that kids won't be able to pronounce it anyway because they won't be able to f***ing read. <laughs>
1: Right. Or let's just go with Betsy Devo's as, as if there's several there's like Devo, but there are several Devo beds. So it's Betsy Devo's uh, has been confirmed by the Senate thanks to uh, Mike Pence's tie breaking vote. It was 50 50 there. All the Democrats needed. All we needed is one more Republican, one more reasonable Republican to switch sides and vote with the Democrats to block this nincompoop from becoming secretary of education. Yep. And they couldn't do it. So Mike Pence comes in, breaks the tie for the first time. In the history of the republic, a vice president has had to step in to break a tie Gee. on a cabinet confirmation.
4: How many firsts have we seen lately?
1: Yeah, I know. It's just every five minutes, there's another there's another first. And it's, as I was saying at the top of the show, almost impossible to keep track of. Almost impossible. The Trump crisis continues, of course. <laughs> yep. And... Uh, Monday, Monday felt like Wednesday. Just put it this way. Usually Wednesdays, the trend has been on Wednesdays, the shit hits the fan. Like Trump just goes bananas. Right. You know, maybe he's got a case of the weekends or something like he's really looking for. <laughs> I don't know. But by Wednesday, Trump just goes bananas. But this time it happened on Monday and throughout the weekend, even though, and maybe because of, he was on vacation in Mar-a-Lago. Maybe it's because he had all that extra free time that he was able to just vacation.
4: uh, That's the best part, you know, because he he needs it after what signing, signing a bunch of papers and tweeting.
1: (laughs) That's right. And holy God. I mean, there are so many things to talk about, but let's just cut. Let's cut right to this New York Times piece. That was just this Glenn Thrush article that was just unbelievable. The revelations in this thing with the biggest one actually being inadvertently buried down deep in, in the piece. There was this whole thing about how I mean, the headline had to do with the uh, Trump White House recalibrating itself after a disastrous couple of weeks, which we heard about that during the campaign, didn't we? We heard about that happening all the time. And then, of course, they they get their shit together for a couple of days. And then, of course, Trump is always Trump. So Trump is going to go back to doing Trump's thing, which is constantly whining. Stop whining. He's always whining. He, this is the whiniest president of any president. I mean, it's amazing that the alt-right is coming at, at people like Ches and me for being snowflakes somehow. And yet their commander in chief, their president can't stop whining and moaning. and Oh, woe is me. Stop whining. He's a little whiny diaper baby. So where do we get this? Well, of course, Donald Trump apparently spends his evenings. First of all, he he leaves work. He he quits work at the end of the day at 630. He's president of the United States. And you know what? Actually, normally I would go, hmm, that's kind of irresponsible. You want to be around for things like, I don't know, raids in Yemen, stuff like that. You want to be available. (laughs) You want to be in the office, ready to do something, ready to swing into action. But Trump, uh, Trump quits at six thirty. Which, again, yeah. I'm fine with that. Whenever he's not doing yeah. things in the Oval Office, is kind he, of good But he's good not news. because
4: he's watching like TV and yeah. and you know thinking up what he's gonna what he's gonna tweet in the morning.
1: Yeah, he's got, he's watching TV. He's wandering around, basically. Like, I mean, remember a few weeks ago we were talking about. it Seems like a few weeks. It's probably like three days ago. Uh, We were talking about how Donald Trump is, like, weeks away from becoming Howard Hughes, just lonely, locked up in some room, pouring over cable news with, you know, photos of his crowd sizes strewn all around, jars of urine in the corner. He's like, minus the jars of urine, he's kind of there now, which is really scary. Um, He is wandering, evidently wandering the halls in his bathrobe. Maybe trying to find the light switches in the White House is one of my favorite stories. Do you know what happened to the light switches? Why can't they find the light switches? I don't know. It can't be because they're just functionally incapable of finding light switches. There must be something weird about the lights in the White House. But I love the idea that they're sitting around all of the Trump people, the Trump inner circle, sitting around maybe in the Roosevelt Room in the dark because they can't find the light switches. That's amusing to me. Uh, so Trump wanders around the uh, the residence, around the executive mansion, in the second floor or third floor or whatever it is, and uh, just bored. So he like watches cable news and tweets all night long by himself. Because of course Melania and and Baron von Trump are up in Trump Tower, costing uh, New York City millions of dollars, costing American taxpayers yep. through the federal government, Secret Secret Service, millions and millions of dollars. Yep. So that wasn't the only thing, but I, I, but I believe this is the beginning part of Trump as Howard Hughes, as Trump the recluse, as Trump the nervous breakdown suffering maniac, and he's so close. Yeah. There's those, like a wafer thin membrane between him and just total psychosis, mm. which is bad. Which is bad news, uh, although the good side of that could be that he's removed from office, which is what I'm hoping will happen, because he's got to be removed from office before something horrendous happens. And as I wrote in the Daily Banter yesterday, we're already looking at something like Fukushima uh, melting down again. And you imagine right. Donald Trump trying to cope with that? Like, you probably think, oh, what, did Japan pop off a nuclear bomb or something? Oh, let's just bomb them back. It's just like he'll completely get it wrong. Or what will he do? If, if there's something that reflects negatively on him, we already know that he's going to call it fake news. Right, yeah, exactly. So, so any world events, I mean, there could be a hurricane that crashes into Louisiana again, and, and there could be all kinds of outcry. Why isn't Donald Trump doing anything to, to dispatch FEMA and, and mobilize the National Guard and get water and supplies down there? And Trump will say, well, the hurricane's fake news. I mean, if he's willing to call the polls fake news he's willing to call anything fake news of course he is what we learned from this article and this should have been the headline is that donald trump signed that executive order putting uh steve bannon on the principals committee of the nsc without actually reading yeah the executive order and then the leak comes out that he's out that trump is outraged that he signed this executive order inadvertently Jesus Christ! This nincompoop. There was a Dave Pakman does a a podcast that's that's pretty popular, mm-hmm. and he did this whole extended segment uh, where he put together a bunch of clips, um, kind of proposing the idea that Trump either can't read or has tremendous difficulty reading text in front of him. I believe he can read because clearly he reads teleprompters. He can read a speech from a teleprompter, not well. But he can do it. So I, I do think that he can see the words. I think when it comes to reading, though, I think he has a serious attention deficit problem. And when he's confronted with words on a page, he'll get two words into looking at those all those jumbled things, on the all those squiggles on the page and go, I can't deal with this. I know words. I have the best words. And so he, then he just stops reading he, or he doesn't comprehend what he's reading. I think that's a very distinct possibility. If you look at the Dave Pakman clip, it's pretty. Oh, uh, I, again, pretty I, I
4: I I keep going back to that segment that uh, Samantha B did, where I think she's right, where she showed scenes uh, clips from his deposition. Yeah, and it's just obvious that he doesn't know how to read.
1: Oh yeah yeah. Yeah, he's being asked to read a certain page or a certain set of uh, of, of uh, line items in the deposition. And he's like, you
4: know, he's like, I don't have my glasses. Uh, you know, read that to me. Yeah, he,
1: he doesn't have his glasses. Have you ever seen, has anyone ever seen Donald Trump wearing glasses? Exactly. Has he ever been photographed wearing glasses at his desk? I mean, it could be his vanity that he takes his glasses off, but I don't think so. I mean, people actually nowadays, people wear glasses even without a prescription of to them to, because they're fashionable. Why would he... Why? would he take, Well, because he's of course he's Donald Trump, and he's got that Barney Rubble hair, and he's exactly. got the stupid suit. Yeah, he's an idiot with the orange makeup and oh, all that crap. So, uh, uh, speaking of orange makeup, Donald Trump was on Fox News Channel. We want to talk about this clip about Vladimir Putin, and I, I, I really, I intended to really launch the show today by talking about that because this is the most astonishing Donald Trump quote we've ever heard. Certainly, the most unpatriotic thing any president has ever said in public. And we want to talk about that uh, right after we talk about... Wh- oh, what do we got? What do we got today? Blue Apron. I love Blue Apron. Uh, in fact, I've got uh, a Blue Apron meal ready to go for tonight. Delicious. Lots of variety. I think I'm going with the uh, cashews chicken stir fry with tango mandarins and jasmine rice. That is my... Uh, that is my meal for the day from Blue Apron. And... Uh, all the ingredients are ready for you. All you gotta do, I mean, it's easy for nitwits like me, for klutzes like me, to, to get, get all the ingredients. The instructions are simple, everything is pre portioned. So all you gotta do is take all those ingredients, throw them in as per the instructions, and I've got this amazing meal. Blue Apron, just right for you if you're looking for variety in your meals. Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and in recipe delivery service in the country. Its mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. Blue Apron achieves this by supporting more sustainable food systems, setting the highest standards for ingredients, and building a community of home chefs. Uh, Yeah, oh, God. I mean, in addition to the chicken stir fry I'm having tonight, there's also coming up uh, roasted pork with apple, walnut, and farro salad, crispy barramundi with quinoa and roasted carrot salad. Oh, my God. Udon noodle soup with miso and soft-boiled eggs. That one, I can't wait for that one huge fan of uh of noodles all right so <clears throat> check out this week's menu and get your first three meals for free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash chez c-h-e-z that's right you'll love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with blue apron so don't wait that's blueapron.com slash chez blue apron a uh, better way to cook
0: Really?
1: Yeah, why not?
0: The Bob and this Chess song. Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com.
1: <laughs> I love this song. What can I say? Yeah. It's Jay Ferguson, Thunder Island, on the Bob and Chess Show. Good morning, everybody. So, usually when Chez says really, that means he's uh, disapproving. But I, I, strange, I think you're approving this strange, one. You're a strange man, Bob Sester. <laughs> Why? Hey, listen, if you were around in 1977, this is a huge hit on the radio. By okay. the way,
4: <laughs> I've, I was sitting at the bar last night. Yeah. We were, Taryn and I were going through Facebook, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to start recreating all of Bob's profile pictures. Every time you put up a profile picture, I'm just going to do the exact same one.
1: That would be hilarious. Yeah, because I my-
4: guarantee I won't get the uh, I won't get the the uh, uh, panty moistened responses that you do.
1: <laughs> well, look, I mean, it's not easy. It's not uh, difficult to uh, uh, to parody my uh, ridiculous profile <laughs> photos. I, I know I'm profile pick impaired. I think I just go, oh, maybe this will do. I don't know. I have no idea. But uh, regardless, Donald Trump said what might be the most unpatriotic thing any president has ever said in the history of, of the presidency, certainly, uh, certainly in public. Basically, it was perhaps in the best format possible, which was the Bill O'Reilly show, after the Super Bowl on Fox News, where everybody is watching and nobody can say, eh, fake news. No one, no Trumper can come back and say, that's fake news. So you're going to, well, they could, I guess, but they'd be calling Fox News and Bill O'Reilly fake news, which in a certain way, from a certain angle, if you look at it just right, is is exactly spot on. Right. But this interview certainly was not fake news. What Donald Trump said is what Donald Trump said. There's no two ways about it. Here it is. This is the clip. You've probably seen it by now, but this is Bill O'Reilly talking to Donald Trump about Vladimir Putin and Russia. Do
2: you respect Putin? I do respect him. Do you? Why? Well,
1: I respect a lot of people. He respects Putin because Putin's got uh, pee pee tape. Exactly. (laughs) He respects Putin because he has to respect Putin. Exactly, I have to. He has no choice but to respect Putin. Do you respect Putin?
2: I do respect him. Do you? Why? Well, I respect a lot of people, but that doesn't mean I'm gonna get along with him. He's a leader of his country, uh, I say it's better to get along with Russia than not. And if Russia helps us in the fight against ISIS, which is a major fight and Islamic terrorism all over the world, right? Major fight. That's a good thing. Will I get along with them? I have no idea. He's a killer. I won't. Putin's a killer. A lot of killers. We got a lot of killers. Why well, you think our country's so innocent? Oh Jesus my
1: Christ. God! That's unbelievable. See now that not only is that Donald Trump. I'm gonna have to bleep the hell out of what I'm about to say. Not only is that Donald Trump giving a big sloppy saliva gushy <laughs> b- job to Vladimir Putin, but <laughs> Trump's got Putin's dick all the way down his d- with one ball in their mouth and his d- too. It's, it's like the most intense, like pornographic b- job that has ever been committed to to videotape on the Fox Network. Yeah. And that is what Donald Trump was doing to Vladimir Putin Absolutely. in, that, yeah, in um, that clip. Of course he is. By not only saying that we need to be friendly to Vladimir Putin because of the war on terror, but then also attacking the United States for evidently doing all the same things that Vladimir Putin has done, which is, for example, to murder dozens of journalists. Not to arrest them or not to, you know, of course, there was a who was a Jay Risen from the New York Times who was, you know, under threat of indictment by Eric Holder for right. uh, f- for uh, publishing a leaked story. Um, that and that, of course, the, the charges were dropped and everything like that. That was the closest that we ever came in the United States to uh, at least in the last eight years to indicting or uh, somehow damaging a journalist. Vladimir Putin has been assassinating journalists since the year 2000. Yep, The last 17 years. Journalists and that we've read on the show at least 3 stories of of journalists and other operatives connected somehow to the uh dossier about Donald Trump also disappearing uh god i mean you could start the list too of uh political opponents of vladimir putin who have mysteriously disappeared oh, yeah. or have been poisoned with uh radiation or what was that whatever the horrendous uh a uh, poison was that he gave uh uh Yush- yushenko was it a polonium polonium yeah, where it's completely f***ed up his face. Jesus Christ. This is Vladimir Putin. And Donald Trump thinks it's the same in the United States. This is what we do in the United States. Unbelievable. I mean, I can't imagine any Republican going, yeah, that's probably right. Although I can't imagine two very specific groups actually agreeing with Donald Trump, what he said about the United States. And that's the Alex Jones crazies. And, and, Glenn, the, and the Glenn
4: Greenwald left.
1: And the Glenn, exactly. The Glenn Greenwald left.
4: Where we're just as more morally on a on a, a moral relativism scale, we're just as bad as everyone else. We're just fucking bull.
1: Of course, it's fucking bull.
4: Go read honestly. Go read Sam Harris's The End of Faith. He makes a really really terrific point about that. Yeah. Where he says the way that he delineates between what the United States does and what other countries do,
1: mm-hmm.
4: um, especially countries like Russia, but I think in his case he's actually talking more about terrorism, but. Uh, um the way that he delineates is he, he comes up with the the per- basically the perfect weapon theory, which is if you had a weapon that would kill only the people you meant for it to kill only the, meaning meaning only you know the the quote unquote bad guys, um, you know would you create it would you use it that kind of thing because the difference is I mean look I I get it innocent people die because of us but at least at the very least moral, morality wise the intention is not there yeah you know we don't have an intention to kill innocent people Putin doesn't give a-
1: no of course he used to not. hear one bit. yeah well that's I mean that's his whole Putin's entire MO is to consolidate power. Putin wants to rebuild the uh, the Soviet Empire uh, and do it in this new kleptocracy style uh, and certainly Putin wants to he's got uh, plans to uh, to try to re-annex Eastern Europe, parts of Eastern Europe at least that's what this whole Belarus nonsense is all about you hear, hear about that where uh, Russia and somehow magically Mike Flynn donald trump's national security advisor is uh relaying this bull story and mind you it is from everything i've read 100 percent bull this is a cover story put out by vladimir putin to instigate something with poland where he is saying that poland is making quote-unquote incursions into belarus jesus which of course is not happening but Vladimir Putin wants the world to believe it's happening and certainly Donald Trump will back up Vladimir Putin on whatever Vladimir Putin does because Vladimir Putin's dick is three feet down Donald Trump's right now. Jesus God, the magnitude of the dangers inherent in this story with Donald Trump and Vladimir Putin. Remember, Donald Trump was going after the Australian prime minister, by the way, referred to the Australian prime minister as the president of Australia in a rundown of all of Donald right. Trump's phone calls, officially on White House stationery. Jesus wow. <laughs> Christ, these nitwits. So he's going after Australia. He's going after everybody. Everybody is the enemy. He's, got, he's attacking literally everybody. The only one he really has an attack is Theresa May, who's the prime minister of England, and Vladimir Putin. Everyone else is persona non grata to Donald Trump. And why would that be? Why would Putin be singled out? Hmm, what could it be, PP Uh Okay. So, I, I, and again, I just wanted to repeat that. Uh, I'm really glad to see that the, uh, the interview took place on Fox and, and that it wasn't Chuck Todd or, uh, or Brian Williams or someone else, that it was Bill O'Reilly. That is unimpeachable when it comes to the people on the right and i hope they saw it and i hope they choked on it i hope they said i cannot believe i voted for this maniac
4: i don't think they did though i mean again i think that i think that what we're seeing is we're seeing the the um Basically, the rules of politics that have this is an epochal thing. You know, we're seeing the, ru- r- the rules of government, the rules of what we believe is America being rewritten before our eyes. Oh, god, you, know, yeah. you and I are yeah. old enough to be yeah. to remember when Russia was, you know, Russia was the, the, our biggest enemy, you know, the, the days yeah. of Red Dawn. Um, and now I think I think that people just don't they don't care anymore, and I, I can't I'm baffled by it because I actually, while you know we're not at a constant nuclear standoff with the USSR anymore. It's still, I mean, Putin's a piece of shit.
1: Yeah. he really is. Yeah, he's a terrible, terrible human being who would absolutely take over Europe if he could. Yep. I mean, make absolutely. no mistake. This is gone. This is uh, this guy is not necessarily Stalin, but he doesn't need Stalin's weapons anymore. He doesn't need to commit suicide, uh, genocide to be uh, to be uh, to be Stalin. All he needs to do is use the tools that are available to him, which is this massive Russian uh, intelligence infrastructure, plus uh, backing that up, this incredible technology that we're all availing ourselves of, through which you're hearing this podcast. This is what Donald Trump and, and Vladimir Putin are using to manipulate the world. They're exploiting this, this new media. They're exploiting the, uh, the small, small L liberalism of it, the freedom of it, they're exploiting the vastness of it and the impact of it in order to pursue their, I don't know what it is, their cartoon supervillain agenda. Like that's what they do. They don't need to do genocide anymore. It was like in the 90s, they didn't need to assassinate Bill Clinton. All they needed to do was use the 24-hour news media to bring him down. Yeah. And that's what they did. And that's what they did. It was a character assassination. It wasn't a, a gun assassination. Okay, so we've got this one other thing that happened during this Bill O'Reilly interview. We're going to play this uh, uh, real quick. This is, uh, before we break, this is uh, Donald Trump still clinging to the voter fraud thing. He still thinks that there's voter fraud, even though everyone, everyone has debunked it, and the guy who actually created, the, 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 some guy on Twitter, actually, it turned out he actually is registered in three different states. <laughs> bill O'Reilly, and still by the way doesn't have any data to back it up and bill o'reilly to bill o'reilly's credit was like well, where shouldn't there be data i mean shouldn't you have proof donald trump's no everybody says people are saying people are telling me that's donald trump's proof no
4: some people are saying so yeah some, know, some people are saying it that's all that matters
1: <laughs> some people are saying good god this is what the executive branch is moving on some people are saying Not a shocker at all, but still, oh God.
2: Is there any validity to the criticism of you that you say things you can't back up factually? And as the president, if you say, for example, that there are three million illegal aliens who voted, uh, and then you don't have the data to back it up, some people are going to say, that's irresponsible for a president to say that. Is there any validity well, to many that? many people have come out and said, I'm right. You know that. I know, but you got to have data.
1: <laughs> many people have come out and said, I'm right. Idiot. Yes, the people who I've paid to go out and say, I'm right. Everyone else is saying,
4: bullshit. God, he's a lunatic.
1: <laughs> he really is. He's living in a, on a separate plane of existence than the rest of us. He's, he's observing a different reality than everyone else. The thing is, is, that he's the only one seeing that reality and he's paying people to agree with that assessment. But he's he looks at things in a completely different way than the rest of the world when he's looking at polling data that all say he's the most unpopular president at this point in time, the beginning of the presidency. And he looks at it and goes, oh, that's clearly fake news, because if the polls are right, then Hillary Clinton would be president. But he doesn't understand that, again, Hillary Clinton won the popular vote, and the margin was within the margin of error of all of the polls, all of the national polls. And the state polls were also within the margin of error. Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, all within the margin of error. Donald Trump doesn't understand or doesn't want to understand what margin of error is. All he wants is for his own presidency to be seen as valid, and it's never going to happen, especially especially when he can't stop whining about anything. Stop whining. Right. (sighs) So.
2: Let me just tell you, when you see illegals, people that are not citizens and they're on the registration rolls. Look, Bill, we can be babies, but you take a look at the registration. You have illegals, you have dead people, you have this. It's really a bad situation. It's really bad.
1: Shut the hell up. Sure, but you know what? Bad hombres. Yeah. There's no evidence that any of those any of those people who are registered in multiple states or any of the dead people who are still registered, because, I mean, isn't the, the first thing you do, I know it's the first thing I do whenever a loved one passes away, first thing I do is make sure to call the uh, uh, registrar's office and, and cancel their voter registration. That's the first thing on my mind. I don't know about anybody else, but I'm thinking, oh my God, I mean, can you imagine if, if uh, a grandma was still on the voter rolls and she's dead? Of course no one thinks of that. No one does that. So, is there any evidence that anyone uses a dead person's name and and voter information to go in and vote illegally? No. Zero evidence. Statistically, never happens. But not in Donald Trump's twisted... Ridiculous existence. Okay, another break. Back with more show right after this. Okay, let's talk Patreon. In case you're just joining us, we're rallying all of our listeners to sponsor our little podcast here. And if we reach our crowdfunding goal, we'll give you new full length shows every weekday. Meanwhile, if you pledge one dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, or fifteen dollars per month, you'll not only help finance the show, but you'll also get Patreon only rewards such as our post mortem show, our drunken after party podcast, and for fifteen. Per month, you'll get all of that plus a commercial free, unbleeped version of our full length Tuesday and Thursday shows. If everyone listening right now pledged just $1 a month, that's 12 cents per show, we'd far exceed our goal. Go right now to patreoncom Bob and That's P A T R E O slash Bob and Thank you for your support.
0: Shove Bob and Chez into your pants and haul them around with you wherever you go. Stop whining. Subscribe to The Bob and Chez Show in the podcast section on iTunes.
1: Okay, if you want to go shopping, here's what you want to do. If there's stuff that you got to buy, and you don't know where to buy it, but you know, well, maybe I'll go online and buy it. Go to bobsesca.com. Just beneath the, beneath the logo, you'll see a, in all capital letters, it says Amazon link. If you click that link, it takes you right to the front page of amazon.com, and you can do all the shopping you want. They have got literally everything at amazon.com. Everything purchasable, they, they have available there. So you go there to amazon.com. And because you used our link, because you used the Amazon link, we get a small commission from Everything you buy, it's one of the best ways support to support the show. Especially if you have a small business and you need things like paper cups and things like that for the office, uh, paper, printer paper, printer ink, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. All that crap you can buy from Amazon.com, and it all helps support the show. So thank you for doing that. All right, moving along here. Um, yeah, I was just looking at your profile pics too, Mister. I'm gonna. St- yeah, we're gonna do the same thing. Why don't we just swap profile <laughs> pics? I'll put up. That'd be awesome. I'll imitate yours, and you imitate mine. We'll just. <laughs> Every time you put up a new one, although mine are,
4: I, all, like, I, mine are all like hipster. I, sh-
1: well, I'll have trouble coming up with the clothing. I just I don't. <laughs> I'm not nearly as fashionable <laughs> as you are. So and it's pretty easy to do mine because I, I just wear white T-shirts all the time. Um, okay, so moving along here, <clears throat> what are we going to do next? Uh, okay, so Trump's jihad against Judge James Robart and <laughs> the entire judiciary.
4: Yep,
1: <laughs> an entire third. Of the American government is on uh, Donald Trump's enemies list. Uh, And here's what, by the way, this is one of the things he tweeted of the weekend. I, I missed a couple of tweets. Oh, yeah, there was the tweet about Putin that I meant to mention. He said, he said today, Donald Trump, this is in response to all the Putin stuff. I don't know Putin, have no deals in Russia, and the haters are going crazy. Yet Obama can make a deal with Iran, number one in terror, no problem. President of the United States, Donald Trump. Yep. Ladies this is go. the word haters. Haters. Jesus Christ. Also, f- doomed conflating the Iran deal with Putin and Trump conspiring to steal and hijack the United States presidential election. Yep, These are in Donald Trump's twisted uh, other plane of existence mind. These are the same thing to him. This is a man who is incapable of making important decisions because he is obviously mentally ill. And as I said in Salon, I don't, I don't know what his mental illness is. And I'm not going to sit here and diagnose what it could be because I'm not a, I'm not a psychiatrist, nor am I a Pathological capable. narcissism. Well, maybe. I mean, I don't know. But, I mean, it could be just about anything. I mean, there, there are a wide variety of guesses. I mean, I certainly could guess. But I don't want to do a uh, Bill Frist and, 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 uh, and diagnose someone from thousands of miles away. But that said, I know that this guy is mentally unfit to be president of the United States. It is so obvious. The only thing that would make it not obvious is if this was somehow Donald Trump is doing some sort of performance art. And secretly, it's like that, uh, that sketch from the 80s with uh, Phil Hartman playing Ronald Reagan. Where it's like two Reagans, like the mastermind Reagan and then the uh, affable kind of congenial old man Reagan. I don't think that's happening with Donald Trump. I really no. don't. So but back to this uh, this Judge Robart. or. So of course, this is the judge that overturned the uh, the Muslim ban, which isn't a ban, but it is a ban. So Donald Trump, of course, is attacking the judge. Like, this is what you do. What you do when you lose a court case that is then going to go to the appeals court and eventually to the Supreme Court. What you do is you attack judges (laughs) because that's really going to help your cause, isn't it? Yep. Certainly not going to take. He's just a terrible person. He writes here on Twitter over the weekend. The opinion of this so-called judge. So-called judge. Which essentially takes... And see, what Donald Trump doesn't realize is by saying so-called judge, he's opening himself up to be called the so-called president, which is exactly what's happened. He just doesn't think things through. And that's what makes him so dangerous. One of the many things that makes him dangerous. The opinion of this so-called judge, which essentially takes law enforcement away from our country, is ridiculous and will be overturned. And then he goes on to say, just cannot believe a judge would put our country in such peril. Now, this is the uh, I think this is the most important yeah, thing that he tweeted over the weekend.
4: He's basically, you know, he's he's putting it off on these people so that if we get attacked, he's going to be able to blame the judiciary.
1: Exactly. That's what he's doing. He's going to blame the judiciary. and He does it right here. If something happens, blame him and the court system. People exactly. pouring in bad.
4: Yeah. Well, somebody somebody wrote on Twitter. That they're like that, that. That's really one of his most direct attacks on democracy ever. Yeah, you know, basically I, they stop me from doing what I wanted to do, and that's protect you.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And so what's happening here is don't blame the terrorists. Don't blame the mass murderers who are coming in to kill people. Evidently, blame, don't blame law enforcement or the intelligence community. And certainly don't blame the White House for not doing enough to stop the attack. Blame the judges and the yeah. courts. I mean, that's the other layer to this. And this is something that I've actually been in futility, of course, tweeting to Donald Trump, because every time every morning I wake up, I see new Donald Trump tweets and I've got to respond to him as if he reads them. You say to Donald Trump, do you do you even know how any of this works? If something happens, blame him in the court system. There is at Donald Trump's disposal the most massive intelligence community in the history of the world. There is the most massive army and military in the history of the world. There are many, many stopgaps between an ISIS operative and American citizens. There is, first of all, there's a gigantic ocean. And then you have... The FBI, the CIA, the NSA, military intelligence, you have the, the United States Army, you have the United States Marines, you have Homeland Security. You've got so many layers of protection. Local law enforcement, first respond. I mean, the whole thing is set up to thwart terrorists. And Donald Trump thinks the only thing standing between terrorists and, and the apocalypse is Judge Robart. And this Muslim order, this is basically Donald Trump's ego talking here because Donald Trump did a thing that he thinks will stop all terrorism. Right. And because Judge Robart stopped the order, the Muslim ban, that means Judge Robart is welcoming all terrorism. (laughs) That's that's how his brain works. And, you know, I wanted to mention something here because there's so many things here to, to, to talk about. Certainly so many tweets. I mean, insane tweets. Uh, I had this thought the other day. I think, you know, we often talk about on the show, we talk about, uh, in fact, this is an invention of Stephanie Miller that I've just flagrantly stolen. The tennis ball machine, right? This thing. Oh, 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 another, another tweet coming in.. Oh, oh. And uh, the, the best way, I think, to counter this is something that the entire resistance the entire opposition has got to do we have to get control of the tennis ball machine we have to seize it and then hit the white house with all of the tennis balls we have to be the one firing away at them and thereby seizing the initiative in the debate rather than constantly responding to trump let's give him to respond to and i think that is in a lot of ways happening but it's always connected to something that he's already said But I think if 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 the opposition goes after him and there's lots of of course, there is lots of examples of that happening. The protests. God damn it. Saturday Night Live. Holy hell. Didn't even mention Saturday Night Live yet, except to play it at the top of the show. The Melissa McCarthy thing. Good God. That's a tennis ball machine right there. It's just now. Now that there is blood in the water, it's it's just so important that yeah.
4: Did you and did you read the uh, supposed response to that, which is that apparently the White House is? I think the, the word I heard was rattled. Yeah, they were rattled by it, and the thing that bothered Trump most was that it was a woman playing Spicer.
1: Oh God, yeah, which was obviously the intention. <laughs> let's let's be so insulting, and this is what makes this is what's making Saturday Night Live so great right now. Is they're not pulling any punches. Fuck it, we're going to use a woman to play. And a very very funny woman to play Sean Spicer, who's little t- Sean Spicer is is literally five feet tall. Um, he sounds like he's five feet tall. And uh, <laughs> Melissa McCarthy just hit it out of the park. And you got to yeah, take your got to take your hat off to the writers. You got to take your hat off to Lauren Michaels, uh, uh, Alec Baldwin, certainly Melissa McCarthy. And now they're talking about bringing in Rosie O'Donnell to play Steve Bannon this coming up weekend. because yeah, that would be awesome. Alec Baldwin is hosting, and uh, and I think they're probably going to try to lock Donald Trump in the closet or something. They're just going to take away all of his televisions. or something. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. President, the cable is out this weekend. I don't know what's going on. Wrong. What do you mean the cable's out from 11.30 to 1 o'clock Saturday night? Yes, it's only going to be out from 11.30 to 1 o'clock Saturday night. And therefore, there will be no clip, because you can't see... Uh, whatever program you were gonna watch Saturday night at 1130, uh there will be no clips for you to see either. Like, oh, oh uh, Baldwin's supposed to host uh it's no, sorry, Mr. President. Cable's gonna magically we're gonna work on the cable. We'll work on the wires, something just gonna get wires, maybe. Uh China. I'm so frustrated. Um then here's one of the dumbest things Trump's ever tweeted. Then we gotta take a break. Why aren't the lawyers looking at and using the federal court decision in Boston, which is at conflict with ridiculous lift ban decision? By the way, I thought it wasn't a ban. I keep saying it's a ban, but I thought it wasn't a ban. Uh, here's the, I mean, this is so dumb. Why is this dumb? Because he's trolling his own lawyers. He's like on Twitter going, why are not my lawyers doing s***?
4: Yeah, no, exactly. They're your
1: lawyers! I mean, that's what I've resorted to. I think, and Chez, you're certainly right there with me. Just gotten to the point where yeah. we're yelling.
4: Yeah, it's the it's the Bill Mark quote from Friday where he said <laughs> yes. I put it up on Facebook where he said uh, he said I used to be I used to be eloquent now I'm basically just shouting fuck you.
1: Exactly, which is what something that you've been saying since the beginning, since yeah, since election day at least. Shut, Shut the hell up. Is this guy. Okay. Well, yeah, last... I got
4: nothing. I can't make this funny. This no. is this is
1: horrible. All yeah. I got is a lot of fuck yous. Yeah. All, all we can do is just go through the list and say, ah, what All right, one last break. Uh, We'll wrap up the show right after these words.
5: You can't always get a clean you can feel good about inside and out unless you're using Bubble Genius Bath and Body Products. See, Bubble Genius is a woman-owned small business proudly creating our vegan-friendly products in America and supporting other U.S. businesses by buying our ingredients and supplies from them as often as possible. Plus, you'll be hard-pressed to find packaging as recyclable as ours One bathtub at a time. That's BubbleGenius.com.
0: and Chez Show with Bob Seska and Chez Pazienza, presented by
1: BubbleGenius.com <laughs> I just ran out of music <laughs> I waited a little too long to start to start the uh, the Buzz Burbank, uh, this is the Bob and Chez Show thing, alright, what the hell, uh, thank you for uh, uh, joining us today and thank you for supporting the show at Patreon.com slash Bob and Chez so, um, you know, Donald Trump is attacking the press for not covering terrorism um Ches Pazienza is with me here today. Uh Chez, I am. <laughs> you are a uh, news media cable news professional. Tell us how the press hates covering terrorism.
4: No, uh, we do. <laughs> well, we did when, when I was there. I mean, we would in fact we would have more we'd have uh, meetings every morning to discuss uh, which terrorist attacks we weren't going to cover.
1: Them. <laughs> That's right because no one ever watches that kind of coverage it 's like a ratings killer isn't it when it's, just, you're- it's just they're just they're insane. These are insane people and you know here 's the news that came down well, first of all, in case you missed it, this is what Donald Trump said in front of Centcom yesterday you've seen what happened in Paris and nice all over europe it's happening it 's gotten to a point where it 's not even being reported, and in many cases, the very, very dishonest press doesn't want to report it. They have their reasons. And you understand that, as what Donald Trump said at CENTCOM, at U.S. Central Command. Well, you know where he gets this nonsense? Because then, by the way, after he said it, the entire West Wing shot into action to compile a list of terrorist attacks that evidently CNN didn't cover with breaking news stories and logos and and pulse pounding music or whatever they do. So, yeah. the, I mean, this is not only something that Trump says, but this, again, occupies a significant part of the White House process when Trump says crazy things and they have to back it up. Same. See, also voter fraud nonsense. But you know where this comes from? Paul Joseph Watson. Oh, boy. Paul Joseph Watson. This is a story in The Washington Post today. Infowars is behind President Trump's idea that the media is covering up terrorist attacks. Oh, for fuck's sake. And I'm it's not just any InfoWars, it's not Alex Jones. Again, Paul Joseph Watson. Paul Joseph Watson, he of the Common Core dildo story, he who was scammed, I'm I'm talking like Sarah Palin now.
3: Steve, very strong, he going
1: rogue. (laughs) That's what Sarah Palin does. The the guy who uh, was scammed by a a Scottish prankster about a videotape coming out before the inauguration, blah, 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 that Paul, Paul Joseph Watson. He is the guy who reported on numerous stories about the media covering up terrorist attacks. Fake news, mainstream media whitewashes Islamic terror in Berlin. Scandal, mass media covers up terrorism to protect Islam. Germany covering up terror plots to protect Muslim immigrants. Uh, Media caught covering up Islamic ties in Munich attack. Video, terror in Germany. The The truth they hide. Mass media deception to conceal what's really happening all post Paul Joseph Watson the little uh, screen grab they have here is a uh, scandal mass media covers up terrorism to protect islam guest Paul Joseph Watson talks to Ezra Levant of the rebel.media about the media's intention intentional attempt to hide the true motives and culprits behind islamic terrorist attacks i assure you this isn't going up. they're not covering up terrorist attacks this is what this is the bread and butter of modern of course 24-hour news media yep to, if it bleeds it leads that's been a that's been a, a maxim in the in the press for
4: 30 years 40 years
1: 200 years yeah. i mean it's certainly going back to the turn of the 20th century that's for sure the, the hearst papers and everything like that but again paul joseph watson it's like donald trump is the infowars president 100 percent. all of these crazy talking points that he has are coming from infowars i have this theory too and this is no surprise but as you know, and I'm pretty sure you've observed this too, Chez, is that Donald Trump, is only, Donald Trump isn't speaking to the whole nation. Donald Trump is saying things that reflect the views of the people who he thinks like him.
4: Absolutely true.
1: So he's only saying things that appeal to the people he believes approve of Donald Trump. And as that number of people, because right now we're at about 42% of, of registered voters, And so as Donald Trump's support and approval numbers dwindle, his remarks publicly are going to continue to reflect the people who still like him, which are going to be the fringiest people imaginable. Like the again, the fringy people at Infowars, for example, the conspiracy theory people, the uh, doomsday preppers, those people. So as Donald Trump's you can graph this as Donald Trump's approval goes down, the amount of fringy things that he says will go up. So that's that's really going to happen. And and so <laughs> when Donald Trump threatens to defund California somehow.
4: Yeah, I love that. And you knew that was coming. I'm I'm really yeah. surprised he's kept quiet about California up to this time.
1: Yeah, but now he said uh, <laughs> he said to uh, Bill O'Reilly, if we have to we'll defund about California. Oh, we asshole. give we give and this is such This is such a huge lie. I mean, it's such a huge lie. And I know it's repetitive to say that with everything that that Donald Trump says. But in this case, it's absolutely true. And you have to underscore this. We give tremendous amounts of money to California, says Donald Trump. California, in many ways, is out of control, as you know,
4: (laughs) as you know,
1: as you know, it's like when he was talking about Frederick Douglass and Frederick Douglass is doing many great things. More people are talking about him. I have been told. People have been saying to me. First of all, California is flourishing. The economy is flourishing. California is the sixth largest economy in the world. If Donald Trump said, we're cutting you off, California, you're on your own, California would be like, thank you, bye-bye. Yeah. Jerry Brown would be like, all right, we're going to take, uh, take all of our money and go home. Bye, Donald Trump. Bye. <coughs> I'm out of here. This is how uh, uh, rudimentary, how kindergartner-ish, Donald Trump is with his perception of the presidency, like California is pissing me off. So I'm just going to defund it because this is something
4: exactly. And that's that's the thing that I wrote about uh, in banter. Yeah. Um, Was it last week where I said I'm like, I'm like the the thing that scares me is that we get hit by a really big earthquake and that Trump, because we didn't vote for him and we've been a thorn in his side, Trump says, oh, I'm not giving you any federal help.
1: Yeah, of course. And there are certain things that even California requires from the federal government. That's a fact. And but Donald Trump thinks that, oh, now he's got to punish California unless, punish, unless California comes around and does what whatever the f- f- Donald Trump's whimsy demands on that particular second, in that particular tweet or whatever it is. It's warped. It's warped. It's again, it's like such a is parochial the right word. It's such like a uh, it's, it's almost like spanky from the little rascals perception of what the American presidency should be. It's. It's not even it's. It's like a stunted view of what the president. He doesn't know what the president can and can't do because he not. never reads. He never studies. He's never read a. Not. He's never read a book. It's one of the things we've, we're rapidly learning about Donald Trump. Is he never ever reads? It's really bad. So therefore, he doesn't know that the president cannot unilaterally defund California. Now, we, we only got to a small fraction of what I had written down here. So get ready for a uh, post-mortem show coming up next. Here's what the post-mortem show is. Um, right at the end of this music, you hear this music playing. Right at the end of this music, we we actually start talking again. It's almost like a mini after-party where we uh, shoot the s*** for another 15 minutes or so. Usually stuff that we didn't get to in the free show. It's sort of like an after show of sorts. It is the after party, but in mini form. Shrunken form, we should say. And uh, you can hear the post-mortem show at patreon.com slash Bob And uh, yeah, it's about 15 months. So easily digestible on your commute to work, probably. If you sign up at the $5 a month level, you get two of those post-mortem shows every week. If you sign up for $10 a month You get uh, two post-mortem shows Plus the After Party Which is our uncensored uh, free-for-all At the end of the week And then for $15 a month You get an unbleeped commercial-free version Of this show that you just heard Plus the post-mortem shows Plus the After Party So $15 gets you a lot of stuff A lot of content to listen to That's at patreon.com slash Chess. On the post-mortem show today We're going to talk about uh, Kellyanne Conway She's got her own little giant pile of shit she's dealing with too and well deserved because she's a liar um, a little bit more about that Yemen raid some news uh, that came out uh, just yesterday about the botched raid in Yemen which Donald Trump still hasn't taken responsibility for of course uh, oh and then uh, Donald Trump saying he's going to destroy the career of a uh, Texas state senator for doing something or saying something whatever that I don't know made fun of Donald Trump's hands or probably something horrendous. Oh, and Alex Jones. Just one little bit about Alex Jones. Not not any audio, thank you. I may have to perform some, though. Totally, uh, totally not a cult, this whole Trump thing. But Alex Jones uh, seems to be behaving like it is. Post-water show coming up next. Patreon.com slash Bob and Chez. If not, we will see you on Thursday. Take care, folks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: Stop whining.